This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Here's a question for you. Would you invite a group of people that you don't know all that well to your house for dinner or invite them out just to get to know them better? It's one of the ideas being promoted this week by the Vancouver Foundation as part of their On the Table Conversation series. They did it last year, and it was pretty successful. So how does it work, and how can you get involved? Well, let's chat about that with Kevin McCourt, the CEO of the Vancouver Foundation. Well, Kevin, thanks so much for being here, and welcome back as well. We've talked about this before on the show. Thanks, Amy. (laughs) Uh, Now, you are from the Vancouver Foundation, and you've done a lot of work in the last couple of years on loneliness. Why is that? Well, in 2012 and then again in 2017, we did surveys on what are what's important to British Columbians and important to those in Metro Vancouver. And to our surprise, one of the top issues was loneliness, isolation, and a feeling of, of not belonging. And we've um, so what we found is that one in five people say they experience loneliness, and almost a quarter of people say that they're alone more often than they would like. Hmm. And so that we that's important for two reasons. One, loneliness and isolation has an actual impact on your physical health, equivalent to smoking three packs of cigarettes a day. It's a, it's a significant uh, impact on your health. But also, it talks a lot about the health of a community itself. If the people who live there don't know each other, feel isolated from their community, there's a limit to what they can accomplish. And so we're looking at how can we help a, in both individuals and communities be healthy. So I want to go back to something you said there, that the, the health impact of loneliness is equivalent to smoking three packs a day. Like, how what is that? Well, it has an impact on your your nutrition because if you're not connected, you're not necessarily putting time into your meals. You might be eating alone. You may not be having putting a lot of focus on your meals. It is a stressor because you have a problem and you don't have anyone to ask to help. So you have increased stress when you're trying to resolve things on your own. And it, it is quite, it is really clear that, that it is a very significant uh, social and individual concern. And you're not uh, socializing. You're not talking. I guess that's also the the kind of connections in your brain that you make when you're chatting with people, getting to know people, or just those kind of yeah. relationships. Yeah, and we're you know our the vision of Vancouver Foundation is healthy, vibrant, and livable communities, and that really is based on people that are connected to their neighbors, uh, have people that they can count on, and and are are doing things, meeting new people, and and contributing to their communities. You mentioned this kind of you started looking at this in 2012, so seven years. Do you think have things gotten better, worse, the same? in that time? Well, they've changed. And what we've, we've, uh, what we've seen is that uh, technology is an increasing factor of our lives. Most people actually are comfortable with the amount of time they spend on technology. But, that, um, but we do know that young people in particular, and this surprised us, is that they're feeling more isolated than any population. The 18 to 24-year-olds are I feeling more that, isolated. Yeah. Well, because they've probably spent their entire childhoods on those phones too, right? In teenage years. And I'm sure at some point they start to think... I'm looking down at this thing all the time. Yeah, and 18 to 24-year-olds, they're maybe starting university, they're starting new jobs, they're not necessarily connecting, uh, they've left their high schools, maybe they're living alone for the first time or living with... So they're they're going through a big life transition mm-hmm. and they're not connecting as much as they would like to. So we're looking at an event like On the Table as a way to give people an opportunity to host an event, uh, to attend an event, and just another way to connect. But what we really like about the event is it's very low barrier. Anyone can host. You can. You don't have to have an elaborate meal. You can host an event and say, "I want to talk about um, my local park." Yeah, I want to. Uh, we've had events where people would say, "Like, I'd really like to address the, the just the welcomeness of this park." So mm-hmm. they, they host an event and see who shows up. 
and that uh, so it, and it could be over coffee and donuts. Right. It could be over lunch. It could be a dinner. It could be a potluck. Essentially, what you're suggesting, though, is to people invite over a group of people that you don't really know that well. Or, and one of the techniques that we've seen people do is say if they have an event and they're inviting, they would like to have ten people to talk about. Um, social connections in their community, they might invite five people they know and ask each of those people to invite someone else. And that way you've got a nice mix of people. You know the five you invited, but you get to meet the friends of the five that you've invited. So you do get a mix up. You do get a chance to meet people you haven't met, to expand your social circles, to make some connections. That sounds, that might be a bit overwhelming for people though, to invite all these people, 10 people over to their house that they don't know very well. So so people have done it even in parks. They might say, let's just meet Ah, up in a park and and bring, uh, you know, just a potluck just bring something we can eat together because it, it's important for us. We think the the principle of just sharing a meal and conversation it's uh, it, it it socializes. It's the oldest form of of connection. We all gather that way and talking over food. So we really like the combination of of, of have something to eat, something to drink, mm-hmm. and then talk about what matters to you. So the event is called On the Table. Uh, how, where, when do people do this? How do they, do they sign up for this? Or how does this work? Yeah, so we've been promoting it as uh, last year we did it. We had, uh, it was really focused on a, a day. It was, mm-hmm. uh, the day was uh, Vancouver Foundation's 75th anniversary. But a lot of people can't make a particular day. So we said, well, let's make it On the Table week. Kicks off today. And there's over 500 events have been organized across the province. But it runs for the next week. So there's still time for people to to create new events. And, and and we've um, uh, expecting well over 6,000 people to participate in these events. So what you, would you like, even if you're not like officially going to participate in an event, maybe maybe just like go out for drinks after work with people that you've never really chatted before? Yeah, or uh, what we actually see really works well is if, you're, if you have something coming up, say you are going out for drinks with friends after work, then actually call it an on-the-table event, pick a theme that you want to talk about, and then invite some people. So, because we are, we are, we're gathering, people gather on a regular basis. But if you take this extra step of inviting more people into the group and picking a subject that you want to talk about. And then just see what happens. You know, we're we're in the middle of an election. Maybe you'll think of a great oh, question no. for your candidate. Politics at yeah, a new yeah, gathering? Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> <It depends, again. laughs> now, you said you've got 500 events already. Is that that you know of, that people have signed up and said, yes, we're going to do this? That's right. And so we have On the Table BC uh, is where we're hosting all the events. Or you register, you get – actually, when you register, you can get a kit that helps you uh, organize the event. Uh, some It's just some tips on organizing. And, and so we have about 70 events that are public events where people can sign up RSVP and let the organizer know they're coming. And then there's a, and all, and then we are seeing that's about 70, but then there's, you know, close to 500 other ones that we've seen, uh, we have registered. Do you get feedback from people afterwards? Like at last year, did you get feedback about how successful the event was or what people thought? Yeah, we did. We got uh, quite a bit of feedback. So we have a, a report that we published last year about the event. We have a list of the topics that were discussed, wide diversity of topics. We had very strong um, feedback. We all surveyed people would you do it again? Would you consider hosting? And in both cases, the numbers were overwhelmingly positive. Some, you know, between 70 and 90% of people said they enjoyed it and would consider doing it again. So I find it hard because, you know, getting 70 to 90% of people to agree on anything these days can be difficult. Yeah. And it, it, but it just showed to us how, uh, when, uh, well, this is the thing that I took out of it is when you give people an opportunity to do something they want to do, it's a little nudge. Mm-hmm. They, they already in their mind will be thinking, I'd really like to talk about 
whatever the issue is, women and gender equality or uh, opioid or well, you pick your issue. You're yeah. thinking in your mind, I'd really like to talk to people about this. When on the table comes along, people say, ah, Vancouver Foundation is inviting me to act on my what my my my, yeah. my desire, and that little nudge has really been. People have said how often that was really helpful for them. I can but, see that because they think, "How do I get people to do this?" But now they have the excuse of that of saying, "Hey, the Vancouver Foundation is doing this. Why don't we participate?" That's exactly right, and that's what a lot of people said to us: how they appreciated having that that social license the or umbrella, that, that yeah. permission, the umbrella to say, "You know, I'm not just it's not just me trying to do something. We're all trying to do this." It's as, as a day, actually, a week where we're encouraging British Columbians to. Just take that initial step of hosting, take that step of responding, of attending, and, and you'll, you'll have great conversation. You'll meet some new people, and you might come up with some ideas and ways to participate to address that where we started, your sense of belonging in your community. And this is actually talking to people like, you know, people talk about their how many Facebook friends they have or how many social media friends they have, but that is just not the same thing. That does not replace face-to-face conversation. No, and our surveys are really clear that that people do want to meet face-to-face. They use uh, technology to help find uh, events. Like we're using technology on the table is online. It's mm-hmm. where that's how we promote it. But then we want people to get offline and meet people face-to-face because that's what they're saying in their surveys to us is that that's their preferred method of connecting. All right. So when where can people find out more? How can they do this? Uh, we have a website. It's on the table and there's a listing of the public events. Some are already done. Some are breakfast. Some are full. Um, but it's also people can still organize events. You know, today's Thursday. If you're happening to, you think, I've got uh, some time on Sunday. I'm going to invite my church group together and we'll have a we'll have a, an on-the-table to discuss this. Or, you know, next Wednesday we have a staff meeting. Why don't we turn our staff meeting into an on-the-table event? Pick a topic. And what we really want is for people to tell us what they've been talking about so that we get a sense of what's on the mind of uh, people in the province. That is Kevin McCourt, the CEO of the Vancouver Foundation, talking about their on-the-table conversation series. Check out their website for more information. Interesting idea, right? Inviting over people for dinner or going out, going to the park, anything, he said, just like a get-together with people that you don't know very well, just to try to bridge that loneliness gap that we always hear so much about.